Welcome to the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. I'm your host, Nathan. And well, I just want to first off say Merry Christmas, Joyeux Noel, Feliz Navidad, and many more, and Happy Holidays to all of you. I hope every single one of you will have a wonderful Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Now, for the final segment for this holiday season of the Horror of the Holidays, I will be reviewing a Christmas classic that I have not seen in its entirety. Till now. Now, I'm going to be very blunt. This is going to be my toughest movie review ever. Because this movie is very beloved by everyone. And I decided the smart idea to review this movie on Christmas Day. You all want to know the Christmas classic that I haven't seen in its entirety till now. Well, just think of the opposite of 2020. That's right, the movie is It's a Wonderful Life with Jimmy Stewart. Now, first off, I just want to say I was very fortunate of watching this movie with my dad, and it's definitely a memorable moment of watching Die Hard with my dad for the first time on Christmas Eve as well. Now, I just want this out of the way. One, I'm sorry, I can't say this is the greatest movie of all time. However, I do see why this movie is on people's top five holiday classic movies to watch, and even Christmas classic movies. Frank Capra should be proud of this work of wonderment of a movie. In a way, this reminds me of that Baltimore Sun newspaper writer that tried to answer Virginia's question, that does Santa Claus exist? This movie categorized similar to the character George Bailey, and you could say there's a connection with the angel Clarence. They feel that the world is stacked against them. You could even say Bedford Falls is an analogy of the American dream. You could say the dream of moving and making it big and have a meaningful job. George Bailey wants to go out and explore the world, get a great education from the universities, and build buildings. But life kept on answering for him instead of him being the one to answer the question. Professor Severus Snape might approve of me saying this, but... He might be thinking of a different Potter for me. But I hate Potter in this movie. The actor did a great job of this guy being unlikable. To be honest, I wouldn't put it past it if they casted this guy just for how he looked. It was interesting to learn what was considered controversial in this movie. Of course, you know, George Bailey attempting suicide. That's controversial for obvious reasons. And a scene that you would not think would be controversial, but actually was controversial at the time of its release. And it's a scene with George and Mary in the same bed at the time of this movie release was actually considered controversial to show a man and lady in the same bed in a movie. 
The closest that I had time to watch this movie in the past was back in high school in a U.S. history class because we were learning about the Great Depression era. I understood when animation parodied this movie, and as I was watching this movie, I didn't realize how many animators and TV shows inspired people from this movie, and have even to a point, total respect. I had no idea in the movie Bruce Almighty there was a moon scene, but I didn't realize that... I'll give you the moon. You know what? I'll do that. I'll lasso up the moon and bring it to you. And then I can give you the moon, and you could even eat, and then you can consume it, and all the illuminating light from the moon will be going through your fingers and toes. Sorry, that's my uh, pretty uh, pretty decent uh, Jimmy Stewart impression. But I didn't realize that I'll Give You the Moon scene that they showed in the Bruce Almighty movie came from this movie. I really enjoy the subtlety, especially with the scene with George Bailey. Of course, there is spoilers, but there will be some spoilers ahead. Okay. With George Bailey and Mary were on the phone together and Sam called him for a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. By the way, if you're wondering who... Who Sam is, he's the one that goes like, Yeehaw! And Sam called him for a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for George. He took it as a sign that his once-in-a-lifetime opportunity was Mary, and not the investment in plastic. The actor that plays Potter, once again, I'm going to say, because he does definitely deserve the praise, does a great job. I I hate that guy, but the sad part is, in reality, a lot of our world leaders are more Potters than George Bailey's. And to be honest, there is some dated material, especially with, you know, the way that Harry Bailey treated, I think her name was Aunt Mammy. Aunt Mammy, uh, especially with that one scene, if you haven't seen the movie. But to be honest, a, a lot of better portrayals than other. than other old movies. If the last nine minutes of this movie doesn't give you a warm and spirited feeling, I think you need to go to the nearest mortuary to check if you're still alive. To be honest, I haven't felt relatable to a character in a movie till now with George Bailey. <laughs> to be honest, I wouldn't put it past it if I was if I was in a fictional world, I was him in a past life, if if that makes any sense. I haven't felt related to a fictional character since Adrian Monk from Monk. And then I even watched a couple of community episodes and realized I kind of relate to Abed as well. <laughs> Relatable to Abed from Community. Clarence even has the afterlife stacked against him because he has to make the impossible task of showing George Bailey 
that he had a wonderful life this whole entire time, just so he could finally get his wings. This movie is the rare movie that has callbacks that pays off. Nearly every time. Nearly every time you're wondering, I wonder where this is going, and they actually show you where it's going in the movie. There's an abandoned building off of, I do believe they say, 320 Sycamore Road. It's either that or street. Uh, George and Mary toss a stone to the second floor window to make a wish. You find out both of their wishes. This, this movie has a lot of memorable moments. The high school dance with them doing the Charleston and the gym floor becomes a pool. And of course, uh, do you want the moon... I will give you the moon. I will last on the moon to be on be honest to be honest, I I hope I have that type of romantic moment in my life with a lady. It's really the lesson to people, whether you realize it or not, you do make a difference in the world. You do have an impact. To be honest, I would find this premise interesting if they but with an evil person they show what difference they make and they find out they do make a difference as being an example of what to of what not to emulate as a person that would be the twist instead of going you know because otherwise we would just be repeating a christmas carol with free spirits telling the wrong ways that you are doing this i think I think the premise of of imagining a world without you was done way before It's a Wonderful Life. I think they found a way to have mastered it. I don't want to spoil everything in this movie because this movie is meant to be watched without spoiling some of what's shown in the movie. This movie gets four bells out of five. By the way, from all the actors, you could... Feel raw emotion from Mary feeling love for George and, and care for her children. George with his disappointment and fury of all his all of this sacrifice to working in the in the loan building and for it to go kaput and even jail time. I do apologize. I, I can't say a whole lot with this movie, but this is one of those movies that you just need to see for for yourself. Especially during the holiday season. This is a Christmas movie that doesn't even mention Christmas till the last nine minutes of the movie. How bizarre is that? And everyone claims this to be a Christmas classic. I wouldn't put it past it if they got some inspiration from Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, as I said before. By the way, this movie is meant to be watched in black and white. Especially if you notice a lot of the shadows in it. The beginning of the movie might as well have been... Okay, here's the plot armor. What? We need a lot more? Alright, bring in the plot chain mail. Especially George Bailey's trick ear. And the great lines in this movie are... Every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. And Harry Bailey saying... To George Bailey, the richest man in the world. Okay. Now... 
I have an interesting thought that's not related to It's a Wonderful Life. I want to talk briefly on a crossover movie that needs to happen. That needs to happen. With a lot of iterations of Miracle on 34th Street, how is there not a crossover with Nightmare on Elm Street and Miracle on 34th Street? It writes itself. At a rundown department store, Freddy Krueger disguises as Kris Kringle. The running joke could be people think he looks exactly like Santa Claus, but he just sees everyone as insane. You know those crossover animation movies with Tom and Jerry with Wizard of Oz and Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory? Well, it would be a better version of that, in my opinion. Oh man, I can almost see and hear it. Merry Christmas, you bleep! With a close-up of his legendary claws and even says, They don't call me Santa Claus for nothing! And add in a, a sword sheep sound effect. Sheep. Get Robert England back in a role, or they could do, or they could do, a whole Photoshop version, or even rotoscoping of the original 1947 movie, and it's Freddy Krueger in there. And that's all I have to say. Thank you. Everyone for listening to the segment of the Horror of the Holidays for the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. I really do appreciate all of you industry horror hearers and casual listeners out there. Thank you so much for listening. I hope every single one of you have a wonderful Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Just have a merry time with family and friends. Even if it's by social distancing, FaceTiming. Thank you, every one of you. If you enjoyed this episode of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast, there are 49 other episodes of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast that you can check out on Spotify, Anchor.fm, and Stitcher Podcast. And please check to see if you got, got it on any other podcast platforms. And if you don't, let me know and you can contact me at industryhorrorcoffincast at gmail.com. And we'll make sure to see what we can do to get it on the podcast platform that you are listening to. If you have any horror movie suggestions or autistic movie, television, uh, animation, sports, video games, voice acting, or heck, someone to interview, please contact IndustryHorrorCopCast at gmail.com. You can follow me on social media pages of Instagram and Facebook. Just type in Industry Horror Coffin Cast. If you want to know the next coming up episode, if you are on Spotify, please make sure to have the notification. You can click, you can click or press, and just press on the little white circle, and it will. If it shows a green line, it will let you know the next notification of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. 
Have a Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. As I'm Nathan saying so long till next time.